tune in. All right, guys. So you all know the routine. I'm going to do my, uh, as Design Gnome so eloquently put it, my nerdy quote, my nerdy movie quote. And uh, the first one to guess that I'm going to follow him on Instagram. So here we go. Got it written down here. Some piece of paper. What time is it? 430. 4, 4.32. Um, I, I can't go down Wigworth right now. Okay. Yeah, we should go this way. What's up? Chris Kardaki. What? He, he gets in my face. And I, I just don't want to deal with the hassle right now. Because, sorry, are you this scared? Can we please go the long way? Well, get down Cutler. That's 45 minutes. Oh, you're going to shame me into doing this? I'll do it. You sound stupid. Oh, you'll be so... Okay, I'm stupid. Oh, man. Oh, God. There they are. Done. And whoop. All right, first one to get it, get the name of that quote that I just did. I'm going to follow him on Instagram, so get right to it. Uh, while that shit's going on, I'm going to do the uh, the usual, and I'm on road. What the hell? Every time that's that damn Q&A thing pops up. All right, guys. Uh, I just completely got thrown off track. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, my print family? If you're new, my name's Cam. Welcome to the Print Life Live podcast, where we talk news, we talk business, and at the end of all that, uh, I answer your screen printing questions, your life questions, and your personal questions. Um... So, before I get started with the thing, I'm going to head back over to the chat and welcome everyone into the thing. Uh, Emily, Emily, Emily. Oh, yeah, no. Damn it. There we go. Said hi to everybody. Crawley Print Shop. Okay, yeah, Crawley just said that there's no lag. I was worried about that. Crawley Print Shop, welcome. Patho Screen Printing, welcome. Uh, who else is, who else popped in here? Yeah, that's pretty much it so far. Okay, guys, so you're all here, and we're going to get this sucker started. Uh, but, oh, yeah, before I do that, you know, I also have to do the whole social media thing. So follow me at Cam Urban on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the Print Life podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And send me a request to the Facebook group titled uh, The Print Life Send me a request and I'll make sure to approve it eventually. Uh, this this live feed is actually going to be short and sweet because I don't have any news. Um, and that takes up a little bit of time. And we're going to try to power through the Q&A and keep this thing under a half hour just for today. Because I got to get back to the vlogging thing too. All right. Show, 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 show. I think I did have. No, I don't have any news. I don't have any. So instead of doing the whole news thing, we're just going to go right to the business topic of the day. Y'all know what time it is. It's business topic time. It's business topic time. It's business topic time. Woo! Oh, but first, see, my head is jumbled today. I need to find out who got the movie quote. So start at the top and I'm going to work my way down. Mm. 
Bigfoot Sam. Who's that picture of the large, the large boob woman on your right, right there? Uh, her name's Danielle something. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's perverted. I don't know. Yeah, man. Anybody, if you have questions, start asking them now. And then when we get to the Q and A, I'll jump up to the top of the chat and I'll work my way down the list. So start asking your questions now. But I may not get to them until the Q and A section. Uh, I think it's good on our end. You stream just to YouTube. Step Brothers. Okay, so the first person to get it was Pathos Screen Printing. Pathos Screen Printing, what is your... I think you're already on here, dude. I think I followed you last time, Pathos. What's your Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I'm already following you. Pathos nailed it quick. So everyone head over to Instagram and follow Pathos Screen Printing at Pathos Screen Printing. So give him a follow. I'm already following the man, so he just stepped right up into it. Uh, Jason Inns, I'm pretty sure I'm following you as well. And Design Gnome, let me see here. I'm, I'm going to run the search. The first person that gets it that I'm not already following. That's how I'm going to start doing this. Jason Inns, what's your Instagram? Not that one and then design gnome i think i've already got you guys in there sorry guys bear with me i'm I'm searching on instagram for all these for these people yeah jason and design gnome let me know your instagram and i'll get to that in a little bit but good job you guys got it right that one was a hard one i thought that one was pretty obscure but you did it all right guys let's go on to the business topic of the day and in today's topic i want to briefly talk about the importance of good accounting in business specifically in screen printing but it's it's pretty general in terms of how important accounting is so i got onto this topic today because i was shooting my vlog and uh you know i'm sitting on the computer doing my thing and like i remembered back to when i had no clue how to do it and i had no clue what the fuck i was doing when it came to actual accounting Accrual based accounting, accrual based accounting, whatever. Uh, and it just got me thinking. And I was like, okay, this is the topic I'm going to talk about today. Keep this in mind. I am not a pro. I barely just figured out what I'm doing in this whole bookkeeping accounting thing. And I'm just going to share what I've learned up to this point. So, uh, it took, I'm gonna, I, I have some notes here just to keep myself on track. It took me about five years to teach myself the most basic accounting principles, like on the accrual-based accounting. Uh, up to that point, I thought I knew I was what I was doing, but mainly the way that I would keep track of accounting was my, the balance in my checking account, right? And that's just the way that i ran with it and what i would do is i would use quickbooks i would import the bank feeds into it and then i would just approve it approve it approve it and assign it to the uh, to the proper account whether it was shop supplies or or sales or whatever and that's the way i did it which was okay and i thought that i was doing it right but what i was doing was just running off the balance of my checking account uh, and that's what they call cash-based accounting it's it works for people, but after a few years of doing this, I've come to realize how big of a mistake it is. So this is what you got to do. Well, first off, let me think, how do I, how do I get back into this? 
I was in the dark with it for about five years. And uh, looking back on it, I realized like how overwhelming it was for me because I would just be like, my mind would be blown when my, my banking account would fluctuate like $20,000 up and down and up and down. There was like no rhyme or reason to it. I'd send out checks and I'd forget that I sent them and then they would go away and then my balance would drop. And I'm sure you guys have all experienced this. You send this check off to your vendor, you forget about it because they don't cash it for four freaking weeks. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit that check cashed and you weren't paying attention to it and now you're down whatever the, the size of the check was and i did that shit for years and um the fluctuation was like overwhelming sometimes and i just wasn't keeping records properly uh, six months ago i sh and i sh shit you not five years in the making about six months ago it actually clicked in and like I, my my a light bulb went off can you believe it most people get the basics of accounting in like three weeks and they get it because they're smart. I guess, I mean, I'm not going to insult myself, but it took me four years to figure it out. But six months ago, it clicked in and I understood it. Uh, and what I did is I started inputting my accounts payable. So those are uh, any bills you owe to your vendors. So if you're on terms with your vent, with your garment supplier, you know, you may be on a 30, 60 or 90 day terms. Those are your bills. Those are your account payable. So what I started doing now and what a cural based accounting is, is entering that in as a bill so that it automatically sub subtracts from what you have available in your bank account. So it's like, you know, uh, what what you owe based on what you actually have so because you could have let's say you have 50 grand in the bank but you owe 10 10 of it to your suppliers but those suppliers are on 90 day terms so you don't have to pay it for 90 days you technically only have forty thousand dollars right that's it that that 10 grand doesn't exist even though it is technically in your checking account such a simple concept uh but i just did not understand how to accurately document it in QuickBooks and now I do uh, the other things that I do is I keep I input my accounts receivable who's owed to me by my clients because we invoice from a different from different software uh, I input all of my bills okay so uh, like let's say I pay rent on the first instantly in my accounting software my rent is due again so it's 30 days in advance for every bill that we have that way we start the month off in a negative balance and we work towards getting into a positive balance. That's the trick that we are trying to do at my shop. That's what I found works best for me. Now, a CPA may completely disagree with that method, but that just keeps me ahead of the curve. And I always am working towards getting out of the negative. And it seems to work pretty well. Uh, and that's what inputting all your bills in 30 days in advance does. Is it, it, it lets you know right away when shit is due. Or it, lets you, it helps you predict that your bills need to be paid 30 days in advance. Anyway, um, and it also helps pretending like the money is already gone. If you have a bill and you pay it or you're, you input it like it's already paid 30 days in advance, subtracts it from your thing, uh, even if you don't technically send the check out until a couple of days before it's due, you, your bank account in your accounting software is minus that amount. I feel like I'm going all over the place with this. Anyway, it's extremely important, guys. Um, and then... It, Doing that kind of advanced accounting is important not only in your business life, but in your personal life. If you pay your rent, 
you automatically pretend like your rent is due again, even though you're 30 days in advance. Maybe you even cut the check for that rent right there. Uh, you give it to to your landlord and you just tell them don't cash until the first of the month. Now you're ahead of the game. Now you're in front of your finances and you're truly moving forward. You're getting your shit under control. And this is what I just started doing. Um, uh, okay, so now I'm just going to riff on this shit. So... This is, I guess I was babbling there a little bit, but this is where I wanted to get to it. Up until a few years ago, or until about six months ago, I was looking at our finances and I always thought that we were profitable. And you know, you do your taxes at the end of the year and you're like, holy shit, I wasn't as profitable as I thought I was. But what was happening was that there were months when we made a ton of money and then there was months that we actually lost money. This was just the reality of it, but I always thought we were doing well. Uh, but since I figured this new system out, uh, we're still not hugely profitable, but we're finally for the first time following, um, the trends and I can see, and I know when things are going to be bad and, and when to expect for them to pick back up. And it also helps us plan, uh, for the coming months, because when you, when you know ahead of time, what you're going to owe to people, you can predict, uh, what your situation will be when that time comes. And this is what I'm doing now. And I can already feel like the confidence in my business growing because I understand the numbers for the first time in my life. And I can use those numbers to make business-based decisions, the right ones, not going on instinct, but going on the numbers and going on where they're going to be six months from now or quarterly or at the end of the year. Now I have a grasp of it. So I apologize if I was babbling there because I kind of was trying to follow this list and put a bunch of information in. But this is the point of this. If you haven't figured it out yet, get in your quick get QuickBooks online. It's super easy to use, and start YouTubing uh, how to enter bills, how to pay against those bills, um, how to match um, the reconciliation, the bank reconciliation with the bills that you've inputted, so that you're not doing double entries and all that kind of stuff. Once you start doing that, you're gonna have control of your business, and you'll know where you're going. These things are glaring all over the place. Okay, so that was that, dude. That shit was all over the place done now let's go back to the chat see what's up with everybody because we're gonna start our motherfucking wednesday q a Woo! wednesday q a with camera ding dong and his print family okay guys this is the thing you all tune in for and i'm gonna start on this q a but first i need to pop my chat window out so it's a little closer to me i'm gonna work my way down the list and start answering your questions. So hopefully you've submitted them. But I am going to do one more thing. So, because I did have a question asked on Instagram. And it was fairly long. From Sean Brownie. You can follow him at Sean Brownie on Instagram. He's got a fairly long question here. I'm going to read it and answer some of them. I probably won't go through the whole thing. But here we go. Hi Cam. I had a question about when to use a top white. Did I answer this before? Can't remember. Yeah, 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 maybe I did. Anyway, uh, let me premise this by saying my first goal is to always deposit as little. Okay, so this is what he says. He says, let me premise this by saying my first goal is to always deposit as little ink as possible to get a soft print. 
Um, he's also learning what mess counts work best for what ink, but I'm getting there through a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of the times, dude, when you're a manual printer, you have to drop your mess counts just a little bit just to make it to where it doesn't destroy your elbows and your your arms and it doesn't just wear you the hell out. But if you are automated, your mess counts can go up higher because you're not, you know, you're not worried about fatigue. But yeah, the higher mess you go, the, the smoother and lighter the ink deposit will be, obviously. Um, Anyway, but yeah, if you're a manual guy, you are going to need to go a little bit lower just just for the sake of your body mainly, unfortunately. Uh, and, and he goes, anyway, anyways, I've never explored trying to do a top white. Okay, now you're getting into some good stuff here. Uh, I've only done an underbase, then in the artwork, choked back sections that will receive a top color. Yep, there you go. So that I don't have to hit the white again. Or so that you would just double hit the underbase and then print things over the top of that, right? That's one way. That's the inexpensive way to do it if you have a customer that doesn't want to pay a lot. Uh, but what he's what he's found is doing this forces him to sometimes lay down a thicker underbase. This is right. Uh, yeah, if you're worried about the feel, you can't do it that way. If you're worried about the feel, you choke the areas down uh, where you're doing an overprint. But anything that's, that's going to show white... You do your underbase, you print all your over, your colors, and then you do an overprint white that's not choked down. That's the only way to do it to achieve like a truly a good hand with a white underbase, and that's what most good shops do. But you can offer the option to the client, and you'll make them understand that you know it's a second color to get a really soft hand. But if the hand isn't that important to them, you can just tell them, all right, well we'll save you a color by doubling down on the white. It's easy. It's easy to handle. Uh, and this is what he's. You guys can't see it, but that's the design he's doing. Yeah, so you would have an underbase under the whole thing. You would print your green, and then you would have a third screen with to print the white over the white underbase with everything that's showing in white. Nah, 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 nah. Saying the same things a bunch. Also, he forgot to ask if a top white is necessary based on artwork, like what to look for in the artwork that helps you determine if it's going to make much of a difference. Yeah, that's a good point, and in this case, it probably wouldn't make a huge difference because the only place it would be that there would be three hits of ink is on the green and that's not a super dense image but again it just comes down to doing it right or doing it cheaply if you're going to do it right it's going to cost a little bit more and it'll feel better or you do it cheaply won't cost as much but it won't feel as good to your client the quality is is not going to be there as much whoops i think i just shut my fucking mic off are you still working okay all right guys so that was my instagram question i just wanted to address this before he moved into the comments so now i'm heading over to the live chat here on youtube and then we're going to start working our way down the list let's do uh, oh emily charlie hello from the path of the hurricane still need to watch this stuff emily charlie okay so i am so sorry you're in the path of the hurricane i hope you're okay i hope everything's going okay over there that sucks dude uh, yeah, Emily Charlie says, can I ask a quick question? I'm trying to find his question now. All right. Uh, humankind, what's up, my friend? It's good to see you. Uproar, you're back. Space Sloth, hi, how are you? Elevation Print and Design, good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, where's my dude at the beginning here? Michael Maxwell, I hope you're still here, dude. I feel like I offended you. Oh, yeah, there you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, welcome to the thing, my friend. Glad you're here. Uh, I'm just working my way down the list saying hi to everybody. Crawley Print Shop, good to see ya. Um, and that's it. All right, guys, let's see if there's any questions in here that I can answer. 
Yeah, yeah, guys. Uh, what I'm going to do, Elevation Print brings up an interesting point. If Cam's already following you, uh, you don't get to answer the movie quote. Let other people try. I do agree if I'm already following you, don't do the thing. But uh, I'm going to work my – if you can't help yourself because it's just the way you are, then I'm just going to work my way down the list until I find someone that I'm not following. All right. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, dude, these, the way these questions are, like, submitted, it's actually getting real. It's hard to, um, it's hard to, I can't keep track because there's, like, also conversations going on in the chat, which is awesome, but it's hard to keep track of what the hell is going on here, guys. Probably print shop. No, yeah, he says no. The numbers, humankind. How would you suggest one-on-one -on -one making their own business cards with Illustrator? Okay, humankind screen printing and scale model building. Hey man, I I uh I think I'm following you on Instagram now too, or I, I saw your thing. Glad you made it in here. He says, how would you suggest one-on-one -on -one making their own business cards with Illustrator? Suggest one making their own business cards with Illustrator, or should they? Um, I guess I'm not understanding the question, but yeah, dude, anything when it comes to text layout or anything that doesn't have a, a picture in it, you're going to use Illustrator. If you're, if you're messing with texts and graphics and logos, Illustrator is what you do. You do everything in Illustrator. Fuck Photoshop. Photoshop is for very specific things. And don't get me wrong, I love Photoshop, but not in the screen printing world. It's not great. Uh, Carl Crot. He says, great podcast, Cam. Very informative. Thanks, dude. Some some are better than others, but they are. It's fun. And I might as well utilize what we're doing live here and just, you know, put the media out there in another format. Uh, this one's not going to go very well today, though. You guys keep submitting your questions because we're in the Q&A. It is, yeah, uh, Jason says, wouldn't it be easier to hold all the, the questions till the Q&A? Problem with that is, is like what's going on right now because we're in the Q&A and there are no questions. So now I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm like kind of biding time just trying to make it to the half hour mark because uh, I, I don't have any news and this and that. I, maybe, you know what could be kind of cool, guys? Help. Okay, that's what we're going to do. Help me figure out how we can get questions submitted. What would be the best avenue to have everyone submit their questions so that when I come in here, even if there's a lull in the chat and you guys are hitting each other up, I can still answer these questions that people have effectively through this thing. Um, we got the Facebook group, which I, I think personally the Facebook group is amazing. Uh, we could just continue to use the comments, which is what I'm going to, I'm going to resort to, but it, I feel like that's what I just want is like hubs for different things. So let's just say if you have questions, you're, you're welcome to submit them to the, the print life Facebook group. Uh, you can also just leave your questions in the comments of the videos and uh, I will get to them on the, the live feed. Uh, and then after I answer them on the feed, then I'll go back through and actually type a response to the to the questions. But yeah, I just I need a, a strong queue of questions so that, uh, like right now, when there's a lull in the chat, it's easier. It's, it keeps it going because that's the way you are. Uh, Lino Koto, what up? 
when you when would you automate would you tend to base your decision on the finances or on work volume uh, definitely fine i think finances dude because work volume fluctuates yeah i mean you can always farm it out to a bigger shop if you're just dealing with the volume situation but here's the thing and this is another thing that i'm coming into a print shop you need to be automated not for the sake of the business or for the sake of the profits but for the sake of the poor bastards outside destroying themselves every day printing or for yourself if you're doing the production for yourself you know your elbows your tennis elbows you start getting lower back pains your knees start hurting i think at least having a small automatic it's it's time for us we're, we're gonna do it uh, so it just depends on what auto we're gonna go with but there is more to it than just finances and work volume if you get yourself a small one that you can cover and you know that your finances will cover it, then you should just have one just for the guy's sake, man. Nothing more. That's that's it. That's it. I'm starting to feel poor fucking Jesse out there. dude. He's getting buff as shit, but I can tell his knees are going to shit. His elbows are going to shit. He's not a complainer, but I know he's hurting. Uh, Carl now says he's been manual printing for 13 years and he says my videos are really helpful not only for those who are starting but for the veterans as well dude that's awesome thank you now, that's a freaking really nice comment I appreciate that Twitter with hashtags the print life okay Ron Waller also recommends this and I'm gonna I'm gonna back this up Ron thank you for the for the idea he says to to submit your questions on Twitter and hashtag it with the print life not just print life but hashtag it with the print life and I'll, I'll get the questions that way as well but also i am always going to prioritize the live chat questions so those will those will be a cue for if there's a lull but at the end of the day the live chat questions is where it's at but yeah they are a little bit hard to sort out but yeah if you guys are submitting questions in other avenues then i can just have you wait to ask questions until the end of the chat and then everything will be much more structured yeah i think that makes sense that's where we're gonna do it so the way you submit questions in the youtube comments of whatever video i post and i'll go down the list uh like i'm about to right here uh on twitter with the hashtag the print life so all you gotta do is head to twitter write your question and then hashtag it with the print life uh, and then finally, you can head over to the Print Live Facebook group and submit your questions there, and I'll I will answer them next time. Uh, but thanks, guys. I love that. It's a great idea. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Doctor Death Grip says use questions people ask from the Facebook group, even if they were already answered. That's what we're gonna do, guys. So I like that. And since there aren't a whole bunch of questions coming through right now, yeah, I answered I answered Lino's question. Uh, hey, okay, Rybeat says, hey Cam, when are you gonna do the white ink comparison? I'm working on it right now. I've just ordered the uh, Wilflex Lava from Ryanet. Um, we have the um, Union Bright Cotton White. We have Fusion 180s white ink. Uh, there's a couple other ones I wanted to get. I want to do like a Rutland or something like that. So I want to get five, but it'll be within these within these 30 days. Because what I'm doing is a video every day, and I'm I'm shooting my tutorials on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm going to be doing a couple tutorials for the thing. And then if my growth happens quickly and this thing starts really blowing up, then I'll continue doing dailies past the 30 days. But this 30 days is like a test to see if it's worthwhile pushing this thing forward. Like 
daily and putting a team on it and starting to build something around it. So we're just testing it out right now. I am testing it out right now. And if it all goes well and growth is happening, then I'm going to actually start putting a team around it. And then, dude, the tutorials are going to really start cranking. But, yes, the five-color back on topic, the five-color ink thing, it's coming in the next couple of couple of weeks. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Remember, you guys, my hashtag on Twitter is the print life, not print life. Someone else is using print life for, for they, that thing gets used all over the place. The at the beginning just helps to distinguish it to me. Uh, people should send questions here. I agree. So everyone's agreeing that Twitter's the way to go. Ron, you were correct. Thank you, my friend. Let's start submitting our questions through Twitter with the hashtag the print life. Hashtag the print life. Yes, yes, yes. Jason's. Nah, I don't email. No, so yeah, Jason's saying email. I pretty much can't stand email, and I overall refuse to use it. Ooh, passing thirty minutes. Yeah, man, we made it past thirty, so that's all right. Oh, and I did want to go on into here and answer some YouTube questions because there was quite a few of them, and I wanted to answer them. Hey, uh, bucket bread. Hey, Ron. Yeah, you're. Ron says, uh, Cam, you might want to buy a case of Red Bulls because of all the trips, and it's cheaper. And you're right, and I took your advice as soon as you said it, and I ordered a case of Red Bulls. They'll be here probably the day after tomorrow. Okay, here's something. So Chad Bollinger says, it's all about clickbait. So he's giving me um he's giving me advice on my videos. This is on how to clickbait him. He says you're a funny dude and you don't need just print life vlog. Be over dramatic. For example, let's say your girlfriend farts in one of your videos, then on the thumbnail thumbnail right girl's asshole explodes. Okay, so he's telling me Chad's Chad's giving me advice here with my videos. It's funny, dude. I've thought about this. But I feel like the community might get mad at if I start clickbaiting stuff. And also, um, I feel like because we're building a, a printing community, I'm trying to to title my videos in a way that a screen printer could find them. You know, if just if he just goes on YouTube and he doesn't know what to look for, and he's like, oh, let's see some screen printing videos or t-shirt printing videos. I'm trying to title them that way. But maybe you're right, especially with the vlogs. I sh maybe what I'll do is I'll title them properly with the tutorials or a vlog that has a screen printing tip in it. But if it's just a daily vlog without any screen printing, I'll start focusing on clickbait type stuff. And you're right, man. It's it's something I need to do if I really need want the channel to start growing. Oh, dude, Tanuti, I'm glad you're here, dude. I can't say your name, dude. Tanautua. Salcido Aguire. I cannot say that, but I'm so glad you're here, man. It's cool, and I'm reading your comments on YouTube right now. Oh, yeah. Old Elton's Print Studio. That's a dope print name, dude. Shop name. Print Studio. First of all, if, you're st if your shop is named Print Studio, that's the thumbs up in my book. Uh, and Old Elton's can't beat that. He uses a technique where he uses the actual roll to smooth out the palette tape. That's, that's clever, man. Like I was saying, you should upload a video of that. I, I'll share it. 
Hey, Cam. Okay, Sean Brown. Hey, Cam, do you think wrapping your palette tape has a better effect for long runs where eventually your tape, like, starts to roll up on itself? So he's asking if I, if I think, like in the video, folding it over as opposed to die-cutting it is better. And I do. Folding it over not only makes it... Um, it prevents the tape from lifting during production, but it also protects your sides. So if you accidentally get a little bit of adhesive spilling over the sides, when you replace it, you're back to square one and you'll have unsticky sides again. So it just overall, it protects your palettes better. Yes, everybody should wrap their palettes with palette tape as opposed to die cutting it. But for some reason, I showed the guys a long time ago. I don't know why I did it. I was just like, hey, yeah, you do it like this and you cut it and then we've never gone back to it. So out there in the production area, they die cut the things even though they should be wrapping them because that's the way I always did it. I don't know. It was just weird. Jason Enns brings up a good – he brought up a good question but it's a product-specific question. He said, hey, how did you set up your Monster Max? Because the Monster Max, as far as I can remember, is – that's it's the scoop coder from fucking screenprinting.com or Ryanet. And it's got these screws and it helps you adjust the side of the thing. And it's supposed to be really adjustable, but what it really is, it's a piece of shit. And the, um, the emulsion spills out of the sides. And he was just asking how I fixed it. And I told him, I don't really, I, we didn't really fix it either. We still have emulsion spill out of the sides unless you get like the perfect coat. Uh, the traditional scoop coders with the plastic ends are just, they're just better. They're, they work, you, you get in, you get out, and you move on with your day, man. So, yeah, the Monster Max, we have a couple of them. Take it or leave it. I don't personally care for it. I like the traditional ones better. Okay, looking for some more questions. This is a question I don't have an answer to, but maybe you guys could um, even hop on, hop on the video. This was for my... Uh, how to properly code a screen video and it's from Shane Bowers and he asks could you use LED bulbs in the dark room since they give out no UV light uh, does daylight effect does daylight affect emulsions quickly yes it does or would it take some time to affect them we have a light safe box for storing them as they dry just wondering more so in the coding part of the job does daylight affect them? Yeah, yeah. So he's asking if LED bulbs in the dark room will work as like as a um, like a yellow light or whatever or a bug light. And, and I don't know. I don't know anything about LEDs, man. I would assume that they let that they do put out UV light because they're using LEDs in exposure units now. But I my understanding is that it requires a certain type of emulsion. So. I don't know, man. I, hopefully someone else can answer that. And it looks like Jason Enns did put in some time to answer those questions. Uh, yeah, man. It looks like he didn't have an answer either. So we need to look into this. Somebody, if anybody knows whether LED bulbs put out UV lights, let us know in the comments on the video titled How, titled How to Properly Code a Screen. Because that's a question I have too. Uh, but and then he also asked does daylight affect emulsion yes it does sunlight has the highest output of uv rays on compared to any fucking light table dude because sun will expose your screen in like 30 seconds whereas even like metal halide things take a minute or two so yeah dude sun definitely Oops. 
Guys, I'm, I'm just reading through comments. Sorry about this. Okay, let's go up to here and see if there's any um, any other stuff going on. All right, guys, I'm heading back to the live chat to see if there's any questions in there. Yeah, no. Yes, LED yellow light is safe. What about straight LEDs? Do they put out UV? Just straight up? It's good to know. Yeah, I don't use them. I use the tube things on the fluorescence in there. Uh, I have very little experience with LEDs. Uh, okay, no. You have to... Uh, no says, please answer my previous question. I'm looking for it, dude. You have to use UV LEDs with the correct wavelengths. Ah, that's good. Okay, so No says, sorry, but I have to ask again, dude. I know you're a hard worker, but you've talked about it some time ago. Honestly, how can you be so damn motivated? Is it the two Red Bulls a day? It probably is, dude, but it's also, I think you see, you, you see the motivation that I put out in my videos. And if I'm going to be 100% honest, that's all like fake, man. It's almost acting. So like when I deliver the when I deliver lines in my vlogs or like uh, I'm like I do the line like three or four times to try just to try to energy up because honestly in in my daily life when I'm just chilling I I'm not a talker I very rarely talk like in social environments I'm I am never the one that's talking or leading the conversation I'm always super laid back like uh, and I don't talk a lot it's something about when there's a camera in front of me that like my energy levels just go up especially like right now when i know that I, I have the responsibility of continuing to move my mouth and talk it's easier for me to do it but at the end of the day dude my motivation that you see through the videos is partially fabricated and partially just because there's a camera lens on me uh the other side of that is i am motivated but as I'm not like outwardly motivated, but I'm, I do have a goal and I have a checklist that I'm trying to, to do, you know, through my life. But as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm actually kind of laid back, dude. My motivations are very different now than they used to be. I'm not motivation. I'm not motivated financially. Uh, I'm not motivated to be famous or anything like that. I'm just motivated to be, uh, to get back to a creative lifestyle not necessarily as an artist or anything, but just to kind of do what the hell I want to do. I'm motivated to do what I want to do. And sometimes you got to start businesses and make money to do what you want to do. But life is short. And the older I get, the more I realize that. And I just want to make this life awesome. So I'm motivated to do that. Again, I went off on a tangent there. But the motivation, to re-answer your question, the motivation you see on screen is partially fabricated. Or it's a heightened version of myself. So don't take that person as the uh, the real cam when the cameras are turned off and I'm just hanging out, man. Uh, one of the things I will say, a trick that I use to stay motivated, and I found it when I was young, and this is a little gay, but whatever. I was a, I got really into journaling, and I've continued to journal to this day. Uh, and I'm a terrible writer. Can't spell for shit. Horrible at copy. But I journal with the intent of getting my thoughts out there. 
And then at the end of every year, I go through my journals and I index my thoughts and my ideas into like kind of a checklist of what I was able to accomplish over the last year. So my life is built around that end of the year audit and trying to just knock out as many things so that I'm proud of my audit at the end of the year. And I never make uh, New Year's resolutions, but I do New Year's audits where I look at my previous year and uh, give myself an attaboy on the back. And you'll be surprised at how motivated you are when you're just trying to build your stats, dude, and, you, and you're looking forward to reflecting on your stats. That's, it's, a, it's a tricky thing, but I've been doing it for so long. It's second nature for me, but try that out, man. All of you guys, if you're listening, if you want to be motivated, don't make resolutions. Uh, work to build stats and then review your stats. And you're going to be like, holy shit, man. I've had years where it felt like I did nothing wrong. And then I did my end of the year audit on myself and my accomplishments through my journals and just through what I've done. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. You did a good job, pal. You should be proud of yourself, not mad at yourself. But like everybody in the heat of the moment during the year, sometimes I get like, oh, this is taking too long, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's your emulsion of choice from Lino Koto? Uh, Photo Cure Blue by Marukami. Marukami? It's a high solids dual cure emulsion. And in my personal opinion, dual cure is just the best way to go, man. Uh, Photo, whatever, and then um, diazo emulsions are cool and they have their places and they're usable for certain things. But at the end of the day, general screen printing production, just get a high solids dual cure emulsion. There's a couple of different brands that make them. Just search high solids, dual cure, pre-sensitized, and you're good to go. They don't have very long shelf lives is the only problem. But at the end of the day, you're, you're run through gallons of emulsion in a week, so it's not a big deal. If, and if you're just starting out and you're a small shop, just buy them in the courts. If you're not doing a lot of volume at the same time, just buy buy them in the court. Buy the court. Buy them by the court. Buy them by the court. Buy them by the court. Buy, buy, buy them by the court. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Check them out. Ooh, best place to buy bulbs is 1000bulbs.com. 1000bulbs.com. I'll check them out too. Tube light, that is, Ryan. Okay, guys. No, I hope, hope I, I hope I answered your questions, dude. Oh, that's right. One more thing, and then I'm gonna actually sign out of this particular event. Next, so by the way, next Wednesday, guys, we're gonna go super long. I'm gonna try to really put together a long live show if you guys are into it. Uh, but Elevation Print is reminding me to remind you guys that if you want to continue to chat after all this, head over to the Print Life Facebook group. I'll be there. Elevation Print will be there, and if you if you want to fire away any questions or continue the conversation, let's do it there. Uh, in the meantime, let me do my outro, and I can never remember everything I'm supposed to say, so bring this thing up. So, uh, la la la, thanks for hanging out with me on the Print Life Podcast. You know that shit. Make sure to head over to iTunes and subscribe to the Print Life Podcast. Give me a review, all that good stuff. I gotta say this, man. On iTunes and Google Play, the reviews and the stars are the most important thing. The only way iTunes will share it is if you get five-star reviews. So anyone that's listened to my podcast, 
take a second, head to the main page, and leave me a review and a five-star rating. And then that, but maybe it'll take off. If not, it's just going to sit there and float and, and do nothing. So make sure to do that. And you guys already know that this is every Wednesday at 3 p.m. on YouTube. And I'm considering moving over to Facebook as well. I'm trying to figure out how to do a dual stream at the same time. But YouTube is my home. That's my hub in terms of where I want my content to be. But if I can also go to Facebook, I will. And you know the routine with liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting to the print life in all of its glory on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the whole the whole shebang. Uh, and yeah, and I got that Facebook group. So head over to the print life on Facebook. Send me a request. I'll approve your request. Let's start making that group an active community. Uh, this is the thing about me and, and writing. I'm actually looking for somebody. Depends on who interacts the most to moderate that group. Uh, and it'll be based on how much you interact with the people in there. Because I am, of all my skill sets, I am horrible at typing. I'm a whore. I can't spell for shit. So I don't belong in there like actually writing responses, man, because I'll it just won't go well. So I'm looking for someone that might be interested in moderating it and answering people's questions uh, or interacting with me on that. But only if you get into it and you're really and you're really helping the people out in the community. But that's going to be the end of it. My print family. Thank you for tuning into the live feed. We made it 47 minutes. This, I think, is going to be officially the shortest feed to date. Sorry, it went so quick. I didn't have any news. Oh, yeah, last thing. It's important to me, guys. Submit me your shop news, man. I want I want your news. Tell me about it. If you got a new press, if you if you tried out a new you tried out a new ink from a new manufacturer, I want to hear about it. But it can't be like a line, man. I need to see you put out like a, a press release. Like give me some paragraphs. Let me know about it so that I have something to work with. But submit those that news, man. Now we're going to do it both through direct messenger on Instagram and preferably through either the through the the Facebook group, the Print Life Facebook group. Submit your news through either one of those avenues and we're going to keep moving forward. And 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 and, and there's a lot of shit to go over here, guys. I'm going to start I'm shooting I'm tr <clears throat> how do I put this? I'm trying to get people so we can start doing live interviews. Uh, and, and it could be a voice call or a video call through Skype or f probably through Skype. Um, and I want to start doing those and start interviewing other people. If you know anybody or if you would be interested in it, let me know after this show. The questions. Uh, yeah, let me know after the show if you know someone that would be into it because I want to dive in and ask a printer that's just transitioned from a manual shop to an automatic shop. Maybe just made their transition. I wanna ask them some questions and pick their brains and I wanna do it live on the thing. So if you know someone who's done that who would be willing to shoot the shit with me on this thing, let me know and I'll get in touch with them so we can get that going, guys. That's where I really actually wanna start taking this is a little bit more of an interview-based thing. But I know a lot of printers are a bit introverted. They don't like to put themselves out there because I understand because it's uncomfortable but if you know someone that would be down to do it let me know uh see you guys later i'm gonna start from the uproar allen elevated print humankind david hunt sean brown crawley print shop michael maxwell pathos screen printing elevation print design jason ends crowley print shop gabriel lopez no thank you all for tuning in that's the end of the live motherfucking feed print fam peace out